0: Sports interaction, Canada Sportsbook.
1: Welcome to Game Over Montreal. It looks a little jittery, so uh, let me know if that's an issue on the stream. But uh, welcome to Game Over Montreal. It's the Hot Ones Gauntlet episode, folks. The Montreal Canadiens lost 5-1 to the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're just not the same without Kirby Doc. We're going to uh, talk about that. We're going to talk about the Ryan O'Reilly edition for Toronto. We're going to talk about Adam Wilde, SDPN. And SDP and behind the scenes with Steve, maybe. We're gonna talk about Jeff Merrick's dropping uh possible bombs on Hockey Night in Canada, about the Canadians being quiet at the deadline and what that actually means, and more. But first, we gotta tell you about sports interaction, my friends. You wanna bet? Then get out on the action at sports interaction. The boys of summer are back on the diamond and March Madness is on deck. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play and cash out head to sportsinteraction.com/sdpn or in Ontario download the app right now using the QR code that's on the bottom of the screen one of these ways and uh 19 plus please play responsibly all right everyone i know you're excited so i'm going to bring in one adam wild right now adam how you feeling nervous
0: <laughs> really really nervous i honestly um I've been so upset with the Leafs because the the whole thing the whole reason I'm here is because you made me a bet at the beginning of the year. Do you remember what that bet was?
1: It was if the Canadians could win one game against the Leafs, you would do this,
0: and the Canadians have played the Leafs pretty pretty well except for like you know the second and third period today all year and they beat the Leafs in the first game. so this has been guaranteed for a long long time.
1: It is extremely funny that they Somehow it seems to almost not matter how bad the Canadians are. And it was the same way when the Leafs were bad and the Canadians were sort of good. Like the the gap between the teams, for the most part, doesn't seem to matter. They're always close games, except for this one. apparently.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you know but what? Think... Honestly, after the first period, you were like, well, that's a pretty close game. And considering how down Montreal is and Toronto's actually got players back from injury. Like I think Toronto, Montreal are two of the top teams in man games, lost to injury. Um, and the fact that, uh, I think, yeah, the Leafs were close to like 400 games of like lost man games. Um, the fact that they were like, I such a healthy lineup tonight, it was kind of surprising. It's, it's, um, it's kind of tough for Montreal. Cause like without Kirby doc and you know, like, what do you, what are you really expecting? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's yeah. pretty tough to play the Leafs hard with that kind of a center core.
1: And that's like, basically what I've been saying the whole season, right? Is I don't think most people are rational get really upset when the canadians lose it's kind of a good time to be a fan because like you look at the lineup and what what really can you expect against teams like toronto and carolina and it's not just missing kirby doc it's missing sean Monahan, who's been out since early december it's missing jake evans who's been out now for a few weeks uh i guess more than a few weeks probably a month so it's like you're you've got your first line center and suzuki there but mm-hmm. then your next three centers are all gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: Christian Dvorak, you know, he tries hard, but I don't think he's very good. And uh, <laughs> Alex Belzeel has been great in his call up from Laval. But he's like a 31-year-old AHL guy who's just, you know, getting it on, trying it's to make great. things happen.
0: It, and maybe he's a depth guy when they get better, right? Like, that's that's what he's auditioning for. The one thing I'll say is that, like, in the, the position the Canadians are in for fans, it's, it's the – this is the fun time, right? The rebuilds are, are you know, I don't know why teams are so afraid of them. Uh, because if you've got a good good fan base, they can be a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, the Leafs got really lucky. You know, they had Nylander. They drafted Marner and then, you know, locked into the first overall pick for Matthews. So those are pretty good first overall or, you know, pretty good high-end picks. Because, you know, you look at certain drafts that come a- come after. Uh, and, you know, with like Heesher going first overall or second overall or Nolan Patrick or whatever, the, the the not anything against those players, but they're not like all world players like a Matthews or a McDavid would be, and it's it's um but but what I remember about it the most is like with the lease rebuild, there was just no pressure. Everybody was just like, well, here we are, and we're enjoying it, and you know, pretty much Grabner uh, yeah. and Pa, pa Parento are on our top, you know, power play unit. Let's enjoy this, and I don't know, I I liked every game was just sort of an evaluation on on players like you were. Yeah, Kadri had a horrible year He got signed to that extension. Uh, but you were looking at like, wow, he can play defensively now. And that was like what we hung our hats on. The Leafs finished 31, I think, 30, 30th, whatever it was. It was bad, but it's fun. It's still fun.
1: I mean, you're talking to the first ever 32nd place team. Oh, the Montreal. Canadiens. <laughs> They're always setting records, Adam. I they, mean, they, are. they set another They're. record last year for man games loss. They were over 900. I'm pretty sure the previous record was in like the 700s.
0: Wow. Well, I so. guess because 82, like it would, 80 of those would have been Kerry Price and 82 yep. would have been Shea Weber, right?
1: Yeah. Which again, like, does Shea Weber really count? He's kind of retired, but oh, I still. count him.
0: He's on, yeah. listen, he was playing the season before. So yeah. he, you know, and he was I, on I the salary cap 100%. Like this year, I would, if he was still a Canadian, uh, now I know he's a Vegas Golden Knight, I wouldn't count him now. But I think, I think, you know, the year after he and Kerry Price drag you to a Stanley Cup, that counts. For sure. So.
1: All right. Should we get this started, Adam?
0: I, I'm ready. So what do All we, right. okay. Explain the rules here for anybody that's never seen this because okay. I have to be honest, I haven't seen a lot of Hot Ones videos. I've seen like the highlights.
1: So it's really up to you, but I'll say just tips and tricks. Um, I would say the first thing to do, it's not so much of a big deal right now, but get some of this stuff, get that oh, on yeah. the lips before we get into the hot stuff. Yeah. Really up to like number six or seven, it it shouldn't bother you too much but uh, if you need to take a drink or something i would recommend something high in fat like milk or even like half and half i saw somebody (laughs) on the show drink half and half i think honestly the best thing you could possibly do if you want to actually beat the heat is like that like uh the high fat yogurt oh there's there's a reason why like in, in like indian food when they have something really spicy you get like a yogurt added to it or you can have like a yogurt side it cuts it so that could definitely work but there's another school of thought that if you just muscle through it and don't do anything your body adapts quicker to the the literal drug that's in the spiciness and you like you kind of muscle through it over time right so last time with julian we did nothing the whole way through and then we did a cheers and both junked a Uh, chugged a pint of milk he had almond milk I had regular milk (laughs) which probably made
0: us more sick than the spicy wings
1: and it was the worst part was Adam it was after an hour of sitting out so the milk was
0: warm (laughs) oh man okay I've got ice water here but I know that's a bad idea yes Um, ice
1: water is not the best idea
0: not good not good so here's what I'm gonna do if you guys made it through without drinking anything then I need to do that I can't, I can't like, listen, we can't listen. uh, uh, Julian is tougher than I am already. I can't let him be that much further ahead. I got to, I got to at least try to keep pace here. All right. you have your, uh, your paper towel, Uh, some other wiping. You probably should have thought of that. I've got, (laughs) hold on. I got this Kleenex box that Steve has been using as a VR headset on our show. So this I just gonna, watch that
1: today. Or this, is gonna be, uh, this is going to be,
0: this is going to be the one. Um, yeah. I should have been more prepared on that one. Um, All right. So
1: my suggestion for that then is designate like specific fingers or even one hand for the wings. Cause you will start to perspire and you'll want to wipe it. So don't wipe anywhere near your eyes with where you okay. touch the wings. Like Julian got nervous last time because I was wiping I was wiping with like my pinky, but I was making sure that I was keeping my pinky off wings. I was doing like this.
0: Okay. So So, I think I'm going to be right side wings because that's my dominant hand. Left side wipe because it's wipe is easy.
1: Okay. All right. So I've got this little sheet here. I don't have all the bottles with me like last time because I've got Mm -hmm. less space on my desk. But the first one is the classic chili maple edition. Mm -hmm. So it's 1600 Scoville heat units. And the classic is always what they lead off with. So uh, it's usually not a big deal. Just regular spicy. (laughs) So I've got that wing right here. Got it. And, uh, what Julian and I found last time is if you just go through the whole wing, it's like the extra chicken inside kind of helps you through it as well. Okay. So, so your you know, choice, I, I, you can just you take a bite and put one, it aside. Right? Oh yeah. You got to shake it. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Definitely All right, shake again. it. All right. Let's I'm gonna up going to start going. And do we ask the question after the wing? Is that how we do this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got to open this up. Okay. So. What I, what I want to know is like on a, out of 10, like what's your usual spicy, like, are you usually a spicy guy or not?
1: Well, I like spice, Mm -hmm. but I'm not a like crazy spicy person.
0: Okay.
1: One of my favorite foods is jerk chicken. Ooh. Ooh. But, uh, I've had jerk chicken that was too much before. Okay. Where, where it's like, cause the nice thing about this is like, it's 10 wings. So it's mm-hmm. not actually that much to get through. And at the end of the day, you are I didn't find any way last time. You're not doubled over the next day. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. actually eating that much
0: sauce.
1: There's like a whole chicken.
0: I like it. It's a lot. This is good sauce. Yeah, it's really good. No spice to it, though. Like, nothing. No. Now. Hmm. Damn, it's been a minute since I had a good chicken wing. How you hmm So your wife made yours in the air fryer. Yep.
1: Yeah, we just All bought right. a box of wings from Costco, and then heat them up in the air fryer, toss them in the sauces.
0: I love it. All right, I'm ready. Okay. All so right. Now we do a so, question, right?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll start us off with you know something nice and light, Adam. <laughs> uh, keep it easy. Uh, divorce? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: Well, you want to run me through the whole process, or what?
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard. (laughs) No, (laughs) here's an easy one. We're gonna go away from hockey for a bit because I feel like we can go back and forth here.
0: Okay.
1: Obviously, uh, you've had a pretty long career in broadcasting now. Yep. What made what outside of uh, like your mom's career, which I know that you took pains to separate yourself and earn your own way in. Yes. Outside of your mom's career, what made you think uh, like broadcasting was a thing? What was like the 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 light bulb that went off. Because it was you started like right after high school, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, outside of being like a Nepo baby, you mean? Um I think <laughs> I think honestly, uh broadcasting for me started it, it really is like it, it is a lot uh because of my mom, but not in the way you'd think. Like I remember when I was like four sitting on her her knee at, at broadcasts and I knew you know, four years old, you're making a lot of noise and you're energetic and you're all over the place and making a mess. But I knew as soon as her headphones went on, that means she was talking, which meant silence. And I, the one thing that I, uh, I always can remember just from that time, and this sounds super corny, but it's all you can really deduce as a four year old is she was laughing all the time, like her and her co-host were always laughing. And I thought at the time, I'm like, well, that seems like a pretty good job to have where you're just laughing. And uh, obviously, there's a lot more work than that. Uh, as I came to find out later when I actually did it. But, you know, you kind of, I don't know, it, it. that was that was what kind of drew me to it. And then, of course, falling in love with hockey. Like, I think everybody starts out in hockey probably wanting to do, like, wanting to be involved in the game, right? Like, you want to be a player, and then you realize you probably don't have the talent for that. And then maybe you want to be a general manager, because it probably feels like you do when you play, like, EA Sports uh, <laughs> video games. And then, you know, if, if you're like me and you don't shut up, uh, uh calling a hockey game was always what I wanted to do, uh be like a play by play guy. But I just never tried. I never did that. I went to uh I went to university and and as I've talked about on the show a lot, dropped out of that and then uh was interning at at uh, a radio station and um started making demos and then sent them out across the country. And I had like, man, I could have ended up in I remember I had a job offer from Fort McMurray. Oh, wow. And another one from Bonneville, which were both in Alberta. Um, Bonneville, yeah. Yeah, Bonneville's There's like a Saskatchewan and an Alberta side. And I believe I would have been on the Alberta side. Um, And then I was really going for a job in. It was not Vernon, but it was a smaller city outside of Vernon, which is like in the Okanagan Valley. And it was just, you know, it's a place of like 10,000 people. And uh, I ended up. Um, I ended up getting a job offer in Barry, which was close to home and I could go to college and that's what I, I went to, uh, I, I did seven days a week on the air there. Um, and, uh, and then I would be at college during the day and then I'd, you know, drive up to Barry and do my, my evening shift and that's where I started. So that's that. that's how it all came together, Andrew.
1: <laughs> I mean, for McMurray, we would have ended up bumping into each other that road as well. That would probably, have been kind of fun.
0: yeah. A lot of people don't know you're from there.
1: Well, f- yeah, I guess I, I split my childhood between Fort McMurray and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Okay. Which oh. is clearly one of the greatest named cities of all time.
0: Of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, is it my turn? Do I ask a question now? Or well, we, we got to get a wing in. in. we got, gotta got to get another, another wing. wing in. Is that so what do? the okay. next
1: wing is, uh, what's it called? Sinai Gourmet. It's a fruity scotch bonnet pepper combined with tropical fruit like mangoes, papaya. Banana. It's a great label. It looks really tasty. Like, it looks really yeah. classy, that label. Uh, unique sauce from Sinai Gourmet. Lime juice and sea salt make it the complete package. I mean, that sounds good, but Scotch bonnets in the second—that's <laughs> a little second mean. one. A that's pretty early. I upsetting. remember the one that made uh, Julian afraid was uh, when we got to the ghost pepper section.
0: Yeah, like he's right. Um, <laughs> uh, from what I know, like there's some people that are like hardcore hot sauce people, and I love a hot sauce, but I don't know enough about the stuff. Uh, but I I know that. Yeah, ghost pepper means bad or good. Mm-hmm. I'm just shaking. And I should money.
1: mention, we've got over 550 people here watching. Make sure you like the stream <laughs> uh-huh. because uh, I see there's not nearly 550 likes on the stream. Mm. We got to get that going because it helps us grow, everyone.
0: Yeah, get the likes up. Make sure oh, you subscribe good. to
1: SDPN. And this one's really nice.
0: This is like, um, you know what this hot sauce is good for? It's like a, it's like a summer barbecue if you don't want barbecue sauce you know what i mean it's like light mm-hmm. it smells so good like it's mm-hmm. it really hits your nostrils um oh my god yeah it... number two last time was my favorite as well
1: well i don't know if this one's gonna be my favorite but number two um uh, in the gauntlet last time was like a like a vinegary light fruity kind of hot sauce and mm. it, was, it was just really good
0: I guess this is all in there to throw us off, right? We're supposed to yeah. Feel a bit it's like the to kind of hide the hot, right?
1: I can right. feel that a little bit.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of, like there's taste to it.
1: Yeah, there's taste, but there's some tingle too. There's a big jump on the next one, though. Okay. From, from four thousand Scoville to fifteen thousand five hundred.
0: Okay. So
1: get serious fast. Peeling the label off of it here.
0: Okay. Getting ready. So now, now I ask a question, right? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So I'm curious um uh analytics okay Mm -hmm. there's been raging debates for years but uh you have been and and ever since i've known you you have been uh, a person obviously who's been a proponent of it my question is in like the first when we started talking when we like first chatted on twitter it was like 2012 2013 probably something like that's a long it's like 10 years ago i want to know how you find out about hockey analytics before that, because honestly, like I was always a hockey fan, but until, you know, like you and, uh, and like the pension plan puppet started fighting with Steve Simmons on Twitter. Like when, when the hell did this all happen? And when did, I I don't, I don't know anything about like the history of analytics. Where did, where did this all come from?
1: Well, I I mean, a lot of it actually started with Edmonton. Uh, A lot of the, the like original hockey analytics stuff came out of like Oilers fans writing because, you know, I don't know if you know this, Adam, but Edmonton media doesn't have a great
0: (laughs) reputation around the league. No, they've got a great reputation.
1: You know, really up to par and uh, on modern ideas. Like I think the average age of that newsroom is like 80. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so a bunch of them started blogs in and around there, like uh, Tyler Dello, uh, Vic Ferrari, I believe was from Edmonton as well. There's a bunch of them. Uh, Matt Fenwick, I think is actually a Calgary Flames fan, but yeah, all those guys started around then. I was lucky enough to start blogging around the time that those ideas were like worming their way into the mainstream. And basically what happened for me, uh, I wrote an article, I think it was my first article for and the Prize after they mm-hmm. recruited me, after uh, Robert Lefave brought me in. Uh, and it was about Scott Gomez. And I just got tore apart in the comments. Like, absolutely shredded.
0: (laughs) Did you say he sucked or did you say he was good? Like, what was the thing?
1: I I was saying he was sucking. Oh, okay. And like, there were a few things that I was right about and a few things where like, I was just like, this is how I feel about it. And they're like, well, if you look at this, this is like factually just straight up a lie. And I was like, well, I wasn't lying. I just didn't know it. So I was like, okay, I gotta like brush up on my my information here. Because from a very young age, like I was the kid who, you know, at four or five years old, I was buying hockey cards and I was like memorizing the back, like oh, every yeah. stat yeah, for yeah. every player. Right. Yep. That's how I got into hockey was obsession with hockey cards. And then I would go into like the local card counter in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. And I'd go up and I'm like, I want this Mariel Lemieux card that you've got in like the special protection. And he was like, okay, that card's like $45. I was like, I'll give you 10. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd sit there as a top, like basically an oversized toddler arguing with this guy who owns the store
0: and my dad's you're just sitting there, him and, down on Lemieux's uh, Lemieux, and, on Lemuse and cards. winning.
1: Yeah, I'd like oh. walk in there with like a little zip change purse and be like, "This is what I got, and this is what you're gonna give it to me for." And the guy would give me the card, and my dad was like sitting there, like mortified, because <laughs> his <laughs> kid is like with this adult. But yeah, the, so I always thought of myself as like super knowledgeable, super with it. And then when I got like shown up completely, I was like, right. "I need to understand this stuff and why it's important." So that I can know, first of all, if it's bull. Yep. And second of all, if I don't know it and it's important, I need to know it. And then I got really into it. And I think it was like 2009, 2010. I used that kind of stuff to do. I was in four hockey pools and I won three out of the four and finished second in the other one.
0: No and way.
1: Yeah. And wow. then I was like, you know what? I'm done fantasy hockey that's it that's my swan song i did the old george Costanza. i left and on you're high done note.
0: you've never done it since never done it since no way come on can we yeah. get you to jump back in next season do you think no no, no you'll never now, do it again
1: <laughs> well first of all i'm busier now i have two kids and i like i get too obsessive. you know like when you're setting your lineups every day it's like another thing to do and it becomes like not as fun Right. Maybe if we do like an SDPN one, I'll, I'll jump back. in. Okay. Right. I'm not going to try right. to win or anything. I'll
0: just You're have right. fun. With now it. I, I'm seeing a few comments in the comment section going, are you guys going to talk about the game? Yeah. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to be sure. Able, we're going to talk about, you know what? My next question will be for Andrew about the game. How's that sound? Okay.
1: I'll, okay. I'll do one about the game as well. Okay. All right. So we'll do the next one, next one is a Montreal based sauce. Mm. It's the micro like it. Pico peppers, a newcomer to the hot one sauce family. Pico Peppers is bringing fresh flavor to the three spot out of Montreal, Canada. Pico Rico features savory and acidic notes of tomato and lemon juice with just right habanero heat.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm a
1: fan of habanero, so
0: this one should be. Weirdly enough, this one voted to separate from the other 10 hot sauces. It's weird. (laughs) Um, Hey, you know what?
1: That's the Alberta sauce now. No. Get with the program. (laughs) (laughs) program?
0: (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) The
1: Wexit sauce.
0: All right, let's give this puppy a try here.
1: Um, Rudy Rüdiger says touch eyes merch when (laughs) when one of us touches our eyes we will sell merch for it
0: yeah well they've already they've already taken a poll about whether I'll touch my eyes and uh, it was 88% yes so
1: Justin Fisher says will Andrew do fantasy hockey if I write a blog
0: yep yeah yeah but he'll never write a blog there you go okay this one's got a kick to it it's good though but it's like yeah it's like smokier Mm-hmm. Right. It's good. Man, I like this.
1: Ian MS, how many toddlers do you think it would p- take to pin you to the ground? Me personally? I've got two. Mm-hmm. So, just based on experience, if they're hyper, three or four. Yeah. Yeah, they can get pretty strong.
0: I'm assuming if they're trying to pin you, they're hyper. Yeah. Has to be.
1: If they're jumping on you. If you give them a head start,
0: right. they'll okay. get you. Yeah, four, because it's like one per limb. And then at that yeah. case, at that point, they can kind of take you down. I'm going to say, because <clears throat> my daughter's pretty chill, it would take like five or six of her. She's not like... But I, I've got a, a niece who is like two, and I'm pretty sure a couple of her already could take me down because she's all gas. There's no breaks with her. So...
1: Yeah, I've got both on the, of mine... Uh, Scott Matlin, the chat says, does it count, Andrew, if uh, one of them punches you in the bag first? I mean, (laughs) if there's four toddlers around you, one of them is going to punch you in the
0: bag. Whatever it takes to win, right? Miles
1: has gotten me like three days in a row, like hard. Just out of (laughs) nowhere, he's playing around. It's just like, whap.
0: I got to say, Ryan in the chat's like, uh, dude, you could easily just throw one of the toddlers away. And Zach, Zach wheel from our Edmonton shows like I could take 15 toddlers. No problem. (laughs) Listen,
1: all right. I mean, I think we're all assuming that you're not trying to hurt the toddlers. Yeah. It is like if if you're laying down and they're trying to hold you down. Right.
0: All right. All right. So this next one. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Oh, we're going to skip. Did we do a question? Oh, no. Let me do. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah. No. Is it me or is it you doing doing the question?
1: I I can do the next one.
0: Do it. All right. Uh,
1: Adam yes is it slightly embarrassing that in a game where the Toronto Maple Leafs win 5-1 the best player on the ice is Jake Allen
0: <laughs> no <laughs> no man honestly uh, it should have been like 9-1 to one. Um, and with all the breakaways the Leafs had Jake Allen was actually really really good and I see why Montreal signed him because you know at the time I was like like what are you guys trying to do like you know just let him go let the man go win something and I just I look at what's happening to Chicago and Anaheim this year. They're not just losing, they're depressing. You know, they're yeah. they're they're you watch those games, they're fucking dead, man. They're dead. If and we like just the, watch
1: the, the Chicago Blackhawks both of our teams, right? Oh my
0: god. Oh my god.
1: And as bad as they lost
0: to the Leafs, like the Canadians curb stomped them. Oh I the bet. Canadians. Yeah. I'm not surprised because here's the thing: Canadians, and I also think Marty Saint Louis got a lot to do with this. Ever since uh, you know who was let go, um, uh, uh, Marty has come in, and that at least the team is motivated. There's a real swagger to the Montreal Canadiens, and like you know, you saw that shot of them uh, going to the dressing room the other day, and like you know, they're they're not winning a lot of games, but they're sort of winning people over, and I think that that's the sign of a team that a is. Too young to uh, to worry too much about the consequences, which is an awesome place to be. But B has some solid pieces. And I think Jake Allen, like if you look at, there should be an entire account on Twitter dedicated to Dallas Eakins looking depressed. Like every time when the Leafs played, first off, the Leafs lost to them, but when the Leafs beat them, like you can just see there's like, He's like, this is my second job in the NHL. I've worked for like six, seven years to get over the Edmonton thing. And now I'm back and I'm with these, this fucking team at this no kidding, time. It's oh, brutal. God. Like he might be a good coach, but I don't know. You've never given well, him a good team. That team at Edmonton he's is a coach coach. Was <laughs> Terrible, terrible fucking team. And I sit there and I'm like, and I'm telling you, Dallas Eakins does, like you can tell he's, he's sucked. Like he hates this. Um, Montreal. Uh, didn't really have much of a shot against the Leafs tonight, but they I still feel like they played them well. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at the, the shot counter, it's not so bad, right? And they got some good chances. You know what? It's maybe controversial, and I know it's a small sample size, but of the three Leafs goalies that the Canadians have played this year, Wall was the best of all three. Yeah. Samsonov, I know Leafs fans yeah. like him. There's a few things that I look at with goalies to see like whether their performance is like actually good or if they just have a good save percentage. And okay. one of the main ones is like if you're saving a lot with your extremities, you're probably not very good. And, is, and is he that saves what he's a doing? lot. Yeah, he saves a lot. Like if you're on your game in the modern NHL, shots are hitting you in the chest all the time.
0: Okay, that's why like Andrew, watching can you, Carey. Can you Price, just let us have this one thing though? Can you let us have this one <laughs> effing thing? Okay, I'm just saying
1: I'd be a little worried. Heading into the first round against Vasilevsky. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, I'd like to see Wall go up against, like, he lost to Columbus. I was there last Saturday. It was depressing. But it wasn't his fault. He played great tonight. I want to see him against, and no offense to the Blue Jackets of the Canadians, but I want to go see him against a real, like, heavy hitter team. You know, where, where you're like, okay, this is real pressure. This matters. Like, I want to see him, up, like, throw him out there against Boston. Throw him out there against Tampa. Once he's up to it and ready, you know, give him five games against bad teams, whatever you want to do. But at some point we're going to have to make a decision here between Matt Murray and, and, and wall and um, Matt Murray has been good, but he hasn't played long enough. Yeah, he's too
1: injured, right?
0: Yeah. and I don't even know if he's coming back. I know they keep talking about, well, it could be this, it could be that, but like, have you heard much about Matt Murray coming back? Not really Second major ish injury of the year. Anytime a goalie misses a month and then comes back and plays and then misses another month, like how much do you expect from a a player uh, who doesn't play goalie to do after missing that much time? Look at what the the talk around Ryan O'Reilly was. How is Matt Murray going to be up to snuff so quickly going into the playoffs? I don't know. Um, Yeah, it's going to be tough. It is. It is. And it makes you, it does make me wonder if they, Instead of going out for defense for their next move, because I don't think they're done on the, in terms of trades. You know, do you go get, I think Jeff Merrick mentioned Corpusalo in the second uh second intermission there on 32 Thoughts. Do you go get a Corpus Allo who's, you know, played well in the past, has been on a couple of bad years of Columbus, and I don't know <laughs> what he would cost. Yarmo and likes to overcharge for everything, but you know, the Leafs and Blue Jackets have done deals before. This is true. You know, I, I don't know. Just one of those things where I go like, do you get the insurance or do you want to see what Wolves got in the next two weeks and then make that decision? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, Joe Hill in the chat says, yes, because uh, how dare goalies use their extremities to save goals? clown base. <laughs> it, But I'm it's not crazy. saying that it, they're bad saves. What I'm saying is that it's a sign that the, the goaltender is having to react instead of being in the right spot right so yes those are still great saves right when when a goalie is in recovery mode and they're spinning around and they make a you know a crazy save yeah it's good but it's not necessarily a good sign for like future saves down the road if you understand right. what
0: i'm saying yeah it's called it's it's literally positioning it's like defense yeah. and forward you got to be in the right position this is your area
1: There was hold on okay the message got deleted i was just looking okay. what was uh what was hidden all right let's do the the fourth
0: wing there adam OK, um, <laughs> all right. This one is Las Calientes. And by the way, people are upset. There's a I, I got just a comment that there. there's a shocking, uh, shockingly low amount of men crying in here. Um, <laughs> and we'll get there. Don't worry. But this is our fourth one. So what do you know about it, Andrew? What do we got?
1: This one is uh, the hot ones. People make this one. Oh, uh same as the first one, but this one last time was really, really good. It's one of the best hot sauces that I'd ever had. It's not the same one. The last one was like it was a jalapenos and it was like smoky flavor and it was really, really good. This one is uh it says maplewood oh also smoked red jalapenos and dried chipotle peppers. And it gives Los Cal Barbacoa its mm-hmm. flame kissed flavor. I that sounds really good to me. Okay. Now the I smokiest was... sauce of the season.
0: I was grilled in the comment section for not eating on camera. I thought maybe people didn't want to see that, but apparently you do. <laughs> so, here we go. Mm. Mm. I would
1: feel bad for the podcast listeners after this show.
0: <laughs> just, a lot of just
1: chewing noises in the entire show.
0: No, sorry <clears throat> for the ASMR, but that's really good too.
1: Yeah, that's a really
0: good sauce. The best part about this challenge is I'm gonna have like beautiful hot sauces in my cupboard for the next little bit. I'm excited. Mm -hmm.
1: And some that will stay there forever.
0: Yeah, because I'll never touch them again. Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's good. That's good. That was really good. All right. My question. Let's go. Andrew, you you are a stats nerd guy. You are an asset management guy. You're one of the first people that I think I remember hearing about asset management and how bad Dave Nonis was at it. I think you probably wrote an article on that or something. Dave Nonis, Okay. Did the Leafs pay too much, uh, just enough or less than what they should have for Ryan O'Reilly and Nolichari and Pilar too, I guess.
1: Uh, I would say a lot of it is going to depend on if Ryan O'Reilly's season this year is him, you know, falling off the cliff, or it's just him not playing well, injuries, St. Louis being a bad team. Mm-hmm. Out there tonight, I don't think he looked like completely in sync, but he he looked good to me. So if, if they get the Ryan O'Reilly, even of just last year, right, not even like <clears throat> Stanley Cup final, Conn Smythe, Ryan O'Reilly, they paid basically nothing for that. Like... This is a huge pickup for Toronto. You look at what has been the the Leafs, I think, biggest hole outside of having like a legitimate starting goaltender, which they haven't needed during the regular season. Mm -hmm. It's been that 3C slot. Now, they they moved Tavares to the wing tonight. I don't know if that's going to be forever. He looked out of place there. He looked weird there. He did, but he still got his chances, right? Mm -hmm. Once they got into the offensive zone, I think he was all right. But I think eventually what's going to happen is either... Ryan O'Reilly or Tavares gets slotted down to three C. And then at that point you have guys like Engvall who puts up solid scoring numbers by minute, Mm -hmm. but has to play with like David Kampf who doesn't really, I know he scored tonight, (laughs) but doesn't really produce much offense, right? He's more of a defense only guy Mm -hmm. and like the epitome of human fitness.
0: Yeah. Yes. If if you've ever seen a guy
1: without his shirt off. Oh my God. Him and
0: Engvall are like, they're just carved from marble. Like 36 pack. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Ridiculous. Crazy. But uh, I think if you do that, you've got more offense down through the lineup. And, like, everyone talks about defense all the time with the Leafs in the playoffs. It hasn't been defense that's killed them. It's not being able to come up with a goal when it counts. And, you know, we've seen some big mistakes over the times that they've lost in the first round, whether it was Mike Babcock being Mike Babcock and, refu- like, too hard-headed to adjust to things, or Sheldon Keefe, uh, trying to put the three big guys together in the final game against Columbus a couple years ago, and then trying to put William Nylander at center yeah, out of nowhere in, a, in an elimination game. Now they don't have to do that. Yeah. I, I really, really love the move. And Noel Achari, like I wouldn't shake my head at him at all. Like, I don't know if he's, I haven't looked at his analytics. I don't think he's an analytical darling, but he brings something that the Leafs lack. And that's just an asshole. Like I was talking, I was <laughs> talking some to hits Steve tonight.
0: He looked like yeah, he was
1: he was whacking Jake Allen after whistles and stuff with his stick. And I know Bunting does that too. But I was talking to Steve a couple days ago. We just had like a chat one evening. And I, I was saying like one of the Leafs problems that I find is uh, people asked me like a couple weeks ago, who who's the guy you hate most in the Leafs? And I was like, no one. They're, yeah. They have some punchable faces, sure. But they have no one really who in the heat of a game makes you be like, oh, I hate that guy. Noel Achari could be that guy.
0: Well, we were talking about it on the podcast. I think people are giving Steve a lot of shit about it. But on the on the SDP, we were saying like the um, the fact that Bunting, it it, it got exposed a little bit versus Columbus and a little bit in one of the other games this week um, because he seems to be the only guy that is or was the only guy that was sort of an a-hole. He. Was that, like teams kind of caught wise to it. Like at first he was getting under people's skins. He was getting the calls going his way, and then at some point the refs caught on and boom flipped. And yeah. and and the thing is, is that when you're the only asshole on the team, or you're trying to be the only asshole on the team, it it you can get exposed pretty quickly because it pulls you out of the game. And he lost his temper on a couple occasions and whatever. And 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 Steve's point was, listen, until he can get that control back, you can't have him in these positions because. It, it can cost you, which it did. Now, that doesn't mean Bunting's not capable. That doesn't mean Bunting's not really good. But I wonder with the addition of Ryan O'Reilly, just because he's going to suck up so much attention when he's playing. Um, and, you know, he, you know, Bunting also plays with Matthews and Nylander. So obviously, you know, there's some attention already drawn there. But I wonder if it'll allow Bunting to be more him. And with Noel Chari out there too, I wonder if it allows him to be more like Michael Bunting, he can be an a-hole. Achari can be an a-hole. Ryan O'Reilly's not, not an easy guy to to handle it physically. Um, I wonder if that just gives them that little bit uh you know, that little bit of punch. Like Leaf fans really like that. We've all been super skill people since Dubas came, but we still like somebody who can punch some faces, right? Gary Roberts 100%. was my favorite Leaf. I loved Darcy Tucker. Those guys were a-holes. and you need. I loved seeing a-holes Darcy so Tucker
1: everybody. get elbowed in the face.
0: Oh, yeah. that's montreal canadian great darcy tucker by the way yeah Um,
1: i went i obviously i went to a game last sunday brought uh, my oldest to his first game (laughs) sorry annoyingly i can't drink (laughs) uh (laughs) and in the canadians like you know every team has their like little like pump up video at the beginning before the Players take the ice. The Canadians have the the Kovalev elbow into Darcy Tucker's face in their pump (laughs) up videos,
0: which is hilarious
1: to throw like a penalty in there. But jerks. It it is a high level moment for Montreal as a franchise, I will say. It's just, I'll never get tired of seeing it. Pain. Pain. (laughs) So, what do we got here? The next one is Fly by Jing, crafted in Chengdu, the heart of China's Sichuan province. Ooh, this one might have Sichuan, might be numbing. Szechuan Gold brings all the addicting umami notes of chili crisp without the crisp. This oil-based sauce is one of a kind. Uh, the flavor lights up the number five wing. Oh, this is the one that looks like um, in the bottle. Yeah, it doesn't look like a hot sauce. It looks like a pop or something. like.
0: Yeah, it looks like a, a juice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. a flat juice. Okay. And there so was a question in
1: the chat. They asked uh, if we prefer the... The drums, or I forget what the other ones are called now. Drums
0: or flats?
1: Or flats, yeah. Kish had the great idea of... Go, go. Oh, Kish had the great idea of all flats for the first few, so that I'd have some flats, but then drums, so I don't have to, like, pick through the middle of the wing when it gets spicier.
0: That makes sense. I'm a a
1: drums person.
0: I I like them both. I I don't really have a preference, but I'll tell you, I did all drums on this one, so I could have one hand on. You Mm. see? It's all on there. And then, you know... A little bit. Because, it's again, it's more involved when you get the flat. So here we go. That one is really good. Wow. I really like that. Man, that's good. You know what's good about this hot sauce? Most hot sauces are based on vinegar. Mm-hmm. This one, it's, well, I mean, I guess just oil, the, the oil part of it, like it sits on your tongue for a minute and you taste it and mm-hmm. then feel the spice. Like it's not like some some hot sauces It's just like vinegar, 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 vinegar. This one gets you in the back of your tongue, kicks you a little bit in the back of your throat too. It's good. I like it.
1: Yeah, I'm liking that one.
0: We're getting spicy. I dig, I dig it.
1: Yeah, that one was uh 46,000 scoville units. Okay. Now,
0: it takes a while to build up. Let me ask the the chat section. At forty six thousand Scoville units, are you impressed?
1: <laughs> are you impressed that the man who thinks cereal is spicy is unfazed?
0: Why do you think I probably have an ulcer, guys? Huh? <laughs> it's because I love hot food. But I think forty six thousand Scoville units is, I think by any rights pretty hot, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think if you're having that every day, it's probably a lot. Yeah. Okay.
0: All, All right, right, Andrew. Next question, my friend.
1: Did I ask the last one? I, I,
0: oh, did you? I, no, I asked about. I asked what you thought of the trade. Right. It was okay. Just, by the way, I just sat there for ten minutes and was like, "He's saying nice stuff about the Leafs." How
1: about that, and we got Andrew. <laughs> just Berkshire. let him go. Just let him go. Just uh, let him go. No. Uh, let's. Uh, I I want to talk a little bit about what Jeff Merrick said in the intermission because I saw a lot of panic on Habs Twitter about uh, the feeling that the Canadians might have a quiet deadline, and I just. One of the things that I like to do with this show is, like, guys, like take a breath, have some perspective. Because, <laughs> you know, it's easy as a fan to just, like, react immediately to every bit of news, right? Right. And what basically Jeff Merrick said was the Canadians are probably going to have a quiet deadline because the veterans that they have, they like, and they're not in a rush to move them. They're, they want to kind of keep some <clears throat> veteran leadership with all the young kids. Now, I would say... The takeaway from that is twofold. One, it's Hughes saying he's not a desperate seller, and he's yeah. putting that onto the market. And he's like, listen, I don't have to trade anybody. And it's, he's also ta- he's talking about guys with term, right? Yeah. So guys like Joel Edmondson, who have been speculated to go for like a first-round pick this year, it would kind of stink if his injury prevents them to do that, because like a 2023 first is probably going to be better than 2024. Yep. But... The only real issue I see with the Canadians right now, in terms of lost potential gains, I guess, is uh, Sean Monaghan. Marty St. Louis said today that he's kind of plateaued in his recovery from whatever this injury he's dealing with is. Which sounds bad for a Mm -hmm. guy who's dealt with major injuries for the last couple of years. Plateauing when you're not back in the lineup is not great. So if they aren't able to get anything for Sean Monahan at the deadline because he's not healthy enough to uh, to play, that stinks. But the fact is they already got a first round pick for him. Yeah, take him on. Yep. So you got to put that in perspective. But guys like Edmondson, Hoffman, Armia, you have more years to trade those guys. Like the rebuild's not going to be over tomorrow, so you can be patient and have a better opportunity to get more maybe later. Uh, maybe not for Edmondson. I feel like the market was pretty hot for him for a while, but mm-hmm. maybe it might not be with another year tacked onto him with these back injuries. But uh, I don't think he's going out there and saying like, well, we're not trading Evgeny Dadnov."
0: Like, no, I think he's the he's, he's not the guy that's to
1: Yeah, go. him. Uh, if they can find a suitor for Drouin just to give him a fresh start, I think they will. So like they'll make moves. But I think what um, Merrick is basically saying is like, don't expect... A Josh Anderson trade, right. which is fine, because they could trade him at any time over the next couple of years. I think I, I still don't think that he's a core piece moving forward. Although I will say, maybe the Tampa Bay Lightning should look into him after
0: I leave. <laughs> honestly, Andrew, I was literally you, you stole the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm Julian Breezeau, I'm doing what I can to get that guy on my team, just because who cares about. You know, I mean, the thing with Josh Anderson that's so tantalizing is he's got size, he's got speed, and he's tough, and he throws massive hits. He could be Tom Wilson, but then he disappears for five games. Yeah. And and you need – like a guy like that, I feel, would probably do better on a much deeper team like Tampa because you could just get him to narrow what your expectations are. Josh, we need you to do these two things. Instead of Josh, we need you to do these five things. And – uh, what a spectacular move that would be for them if if it did happen. And holy shit, the Leafs better learn how to shut him down. But uh, I think the reason he does well against teams like the Leafs is, is for the reason you mentioned earlier. There's nobody on the Leafs that you, like, hate. There was nobody who was big. There was nobody who was punching faces. And he uses that size and that speed to the advantage. When when, when he would play against Toronto in that first round a couple of years ago, that ill-fated first round for the Leafs, he was blowing by guys. He was turnstiling. And, yeah. you know, I think... He is a valuable t- trade chip going forward, uh, especially to any team that's going to play the Leafs. Um, but I, I can see why they're not going to make a move for him now. And I look at the rest of the team, like you said, Dvorak's not. I mean, you could trade a guy like that. Dat- Dodonov, what are you going to get? A fourth or a fifth? Maybe. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. It's not going to be a big haul, right? He hasn't I think... got a
0: power play goal this year, right? Like it's, you know, there's, you know, things that he's supposed to do. He's a, he's a goal scorer. Um, uh, Edmondson, if. If Kent Hughes at any point got a call from the Oilers with that Mark Spector proposed trade, which is Puyarvi and oh, like a first, you, if you didn't accept it on the spot, I don't know. You, I, I can't, I, I have bad feelings about the Habs uh, uh, rebuild, but I have to be honest with you, I don't think that it w- was ever an offer. And I don't think, like, do you think Edmondson was ever going to get a first?
1: Give up a first, you mean?
0: Or get no, get them like, like, yeah. Do you think a team was ever going to get the Montreal can give the Montreal Canadiens a first for Edmondson? Uh, actually really going to happen.
1: I didn't think they would for Sherrod, but then they did an unprotected first. (laughs) So I wouldn't be surprised just because I think Edmondson is a significantly more toolsy player than Sherrod is where like Sherrod can kind of do one thing and that's cross check and shoot. So two things. Edmondson is a bit more skilled. He had, like, he had a really rough start to the season. But uh, really started to take off and look more like himself the last couple of weeks before he got hurt again. The big thing with him now is just, can he stay healthy? Right. And that's where I think teams get gunshine. And maybe the offers aren't coming through. So if he starts playing, maybe, maybe. But uh, yeah, well, Justin maybe... says, my lips are starting to change color. Yeah, it's true.
0: <laughs> maybe, last maybe time maybe they happens... were like bright pink. Oh, I remember that. I I, um, I think maybe what happens is if all the all the good major trades happen before the deadline itself. I wonder if teams start calling the Canadians to say, I, I, what do you got? I got to get something. I got to get yeah. something done. So yeah. All right. It'll next be
1: one of those down to the
0: line things, right?
1: Absolutely. Let's this one here. looks
0: this. Th- now we start to get intimidating because we're at number six. Yeah. This was called Gauntlet. the
1: turmeric bomb from Chile langua De fuego. Hot ones, wow. favorite Honduran hot sauce maker is back. Turmeric bomb highlights tangy turmeric. Zippy Ginger, Scotch Bonnet, Chocolate Ghost, and Jalapeno Peppers. That's a lot of different peppers. Chocolate. As well as an authentic Honduran spirit called Argadiente. All right. So this one's got a spirit in it.
0: Oh, it smells good, too. You can smell the turmeric. Oh, baby. That's going to open my sinuses right up, man.
1: That's a lot of turmeric. Is it? Do you like Mm -hmm. it? Not as much as the last few.
0: Okay, okay. I'm just getting the hot sauce all over everything here. okay. okay, here we go. here we go. Oh that's too murky. Mm-hmm.
1: very too murky. Well
0: that one hits you right away too. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like the there's some that, that are like tongue.
1: really front facing.
0: Yes. The and last one the kind oil of roll up on you. The last one like it hits you in the back.
1: Mhm. The the worst one, the bomb. I find it mm-hmm. like hits you in the back of the throat. Like some hit you in different spots. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Different different mm-hmm. spots? Yeah, we're getting spicy now. Oh, shit.
0: Woo! Woo! I have to be honest with you. With my morning morning radio show schedule, I'm not used to being up this way and this is keeping me awake holy moly oh
1: yeah that one builds holy fuck Mm, ah. (sighs) (sighs) Justin Fisher says I can see a little panic in their eyes I mean i am got I've got the hiccups going
0: oh yeah my nose (sighs) is running hang on Wow. Ooh. Wow. Look at this. Wipe my face. That's all the turmeric. <laughs> oh. oh. Happy birthday, Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Oh. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a kick in the pants, that one. Oh, yeah. There, that's a clear change from five to
0: six. Oh, yeah. I was feeling confident. What an idiot. Oh. No. <laughs> oh, damn,
1: Julian! If you're still around here, I forgot. Is he
0: here? Is <laughs> yeah, he here? He, he's been here. <laughs> uh. oh. All right. Whew. Um, people are very excited about the turmeric one. And for those asking, yeah. there are four left.
1: Yeah, Woo! there are four left. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Andrew looks like he's tasting pennies. I'd rather that.
0: I'd honestly rather like my own feet like that was
1: (laughs) don't bring up feet Adam don't bring up feet
0: well yeah Jesse
1: (laughs) there's already a bunch of people in the chat
0: show your feet Adam (laughs) oh my god (sighs) apparently the people from game over Toronto have also joined us too
1: good welcome folks all right congrats on the win
0: Woo. okay so who's asking (laughs) the next question because I can barely talk you're up I'm up Okay. Okay. I want to ask a question. Like, I love... I love hitting you up for your hockey knowledge because I think... Because you tweet about the Canadians so much, people forget that you actually are pretty... pretty knowledgeable in the rest of the league. Yeah. So I want... Sometimes. (laughs) I want your picks... From the... I want your pick for the conference final in the Western Conference. Oh, Because that's a shit... There's like three or four good teams and everybody else sucks. So who are but the three or four teams are pretty par. They're they're close to each other. What do you got? Uh the the funny
1: thing is like the couple teams that I would have bet on mm-hmm. are now like mired in kind of crappy play. Okay. I still think everything comes down to Colorado. Yeah. Like know. if they can just get moderately healthy, they'll be fine. But man, do that McCarr concussion move? worries me. Do they make a move? They got to make a oh, move. Yeah. They need a second line center. So what would you get? Who's out there? I mean, all season I've been saying they could really use Sean Monahan, right? With how good yeah. he's been. I think he would really fit in their system because he's just got like that really cerebral style of play. He can score goals, he goes to the net. Would accentuate the wingers that they have. Hardworking smart guy. But if he can't play, like if he's still handling this uh this injury and it's not getting better, um I don't know. Like they should have got Ryan O'Reilly, but I guess that's not a a marriage made in heaven. No, I suppose not. Before. Been, de- been so, there, done that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm sure there's other okay.
1: centers on the market. Yeah, but uh, I haven't I haven't looked too deeply into it. But uh, yeah, I think it's it comes down to Colorado, and if it's not them, man, I, I just can't bet against Dallas right now. Really? Dallas, man, it, like, they're with good. Ottinger okay. They are crazy good. And like, man, does Joe Pavelski ever age? No. Like And when dude, he signed that deal, everybody's it. like,
0: they're they're crazy. They're crazy for just signing that deal. Yeah. And then he got extended. <laughs> well, and and, and as he should, man. He deserves it. He's he's one of those guys, like I think his fall off's gonna be like Marlowe's fall off, where you know, some guys it's like it's like, here's a cliff, and I'm off of it. Mm-hmm. Marlowe was gradually a little worse every year after he signed with the leaves. But people forget he signed. He scored twenty-seven goals in his first year with the Leafs. He was worth the six-point whatever they were paying him, plus the mentorship and all the good stuff that he did while he was here. Pavelski is like, I, I don't know. When Dallas signed him, I was like, why is this old team getting older? It's because he sits in front of the net and scores goals, and that's what they needed. And like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's uh Jake Ottinger has just been like, as as a fan of a team that cannot draft a goaltender has not drafted a goaltender outside of James Reimer in my lifetime. I guess PodBand too. Um it's it's kind of cool to see that they just went in and replaced, you know, guys like Ben Bishop and who else was playing goalie there?
1: Uh there was what's his face? He's God, I can't remember now, but they went to like the conference finals with him. Yeah, like this like is the thing, Czech right? Guy. Like who's Dallas's
0: goalie? They're never you never yeah. talk about it, right? But Ottinger is like is legit. Him. He's a future Vesna winner. He is. Yeah. And and they play great defense. They've always strangled you. And if they go to the playoffs, they're like the Islanders of the West. They go to the playoffs, nobody they, like they're the team that you don't want to play.
1: The yeah. Islanders would oh, suck Kudobin. To play in the playoffs. Oh, shit. Oh. Kudobin, that's who it was. Kudobin, was yes.
0: Of. Yeah.
1: Okay. Trinket eighty three. Great, great call. Um yeah, they they just have they have the right players at the right spots to just be really tough to play against. And then, you know, Jamie Ben finding the fountain of youth, uh That helps a lot as well. So,
0: so you take Colorado and you take Dallas, not Vegas.
1: No, Vegas. Man, Mark Stone worries me. It's been what three seasons now where he's missed significant time with back injuries, and man, like I two years ago in the playoffs against Montreal, like because like they lost Patcheri. Okay, I know they have Jack Eichel now. Yeah, but I don't know if that was outside of already destroying his Achilles twice. I don't know if that's necessarily that big of an upgrade overall.
0: It doesn't so feel know like that much better. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I just He doesn't he hasn't hit like the superstar status that I think we all expected him to. And I just think they're like not as deep as they used to be. They, they committed long term on a lot of guys who had big outlier years like uh, William Carlson. Yeah, while Bill and who've never hit that again. Like, I don't think their depth is that great. Yeah, and then like they haven't really graduated any prospects because they trade everyone away. I think they're just a team that, like, they get there in the regular season because they just spend everything all the time. But I don't know if they're... Like, is Logan Thompson going to hold up in the playoffs? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I mean, it'd be a story if he did. The one thing I'll say before we move to the next wing here is it seems like the player they've been after ever since they traded Nick Suzuki, is Nick Suzuki. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. They're looking for that center, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, they heard is that,
1: that uh, the glass didn't
0: turn out, right? Yeah, no question. No question. I think it was sort of like the Leafs with Poggi and Rask when they traded. They're like, who do we oh, trade, Justin Poggi or Tuukka Rask? Let's trade the future uh, guy who's going to win the Stanley Cup and go to the finals again. Well, hey,
1: Tuka Rask doesn't have a Canadian World Junior Gold Medal, okay? No, he sure doesn't. <laughs>
0: He sure a,
1: doesn't. What has he ever won?
0: This is our next bad boy, by the way.
1: All right. The next one coming up is number is it number six now? Mm-hmm. Number seven. Uh, this is number, no, number six. S- number seven. Oh, this is seven? four left. Yeah. Oh, four left. oh okay. This one is karma sauce. Oh, we had a version of this last time with Julian. This is where it got real dicey. Okay. This spicy mix of red jalapenos and scorpion peppers is a celestial mashup of two of karma's most popular sauces, cosmic dumpling and scorpion disco. Savory soy citrus notes collide with the bright chili bomb for some of the some out of this world grooves. All right, we'll see if we're grooving for this one. <laughs> okay. there were a couple people who were saying they need a sauce check. Sure. On your wings.
0: Okay, first so, off, here's all like you see all this turmeric that's at the bottom. Like I didn't not put see that 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 color is the turmeric. So it's not like I didn't put a lot of turmeric on it. But I have no problem showing you. Um.
1: They're upset that you're handling it so well, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, well, if somebody said they're suspicious of my my very pink like white lips. Man, I told you I like <laughs> I like hot sauces. I do, even though I find yeah. cereal spicy. The
1: <laughs> last time like cuz everyone's talking about my lips as well, obviously, cuz they're like fuchsia now.
0: Bright red, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's wild.
1: <laughs> but the last time we were we were doing this, they kept on uh, making up like drag names for me. Because it's like I'm wearing lipstick, right? Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, it's a good look for you. Yeah. I, I like went it. back into the stream with Julian just to see like how I reacted to stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm struggling more this time, honestly. But hey. uh, the the best one that I saw, they had a drag named Lassandra Bell. I love that. Lissandra like, Bell. I
0: love Bell. that. It's Bell. I think that's All right, a look, great see, name.
1: Adam's got a good amount on there. Hi, I do
0: Is that enough? Is that enough? I think so. I think it's enough. All right. We're it right. right, so
1: let's go. Yeah, it does look like I have lipstick on. Thank you.
0: You're a hottie. Don't anyone tell you otherwise. Mmm. This has a ton of flavor. And I'm not dying yet.
1: Jesus, J-Money. Adam uh, lost his lips in the divorce. No.
0: Hey, this is like... This is outstanding. It bites you though. It bites you.
1: You can tell even before this the heat hits. You can smell it that the heat's gonna hit.
0: Oh yeah, it's that hot sauce that like it's like sticking a needle up your nose. It's like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. woo. Oh, it's building. Oh, it's building. Whoa. Oh yeah. Woo. <clears throat> oh it's building
1: yeah that one's rough that's like I a whole my mouth my tongue
0: oh. uh, woo. Ooh.
1: yeah it's not great oh man it's, it's like my whole palate is on fire
0: Woo. to have to <sighs>
1: all right so that one is uh scoville
0: do we at least have the comment sections respect i hope so
1: they're saying we are entertained wow our own lauren williams says someone get andrew some ice cream cake
0: (laughs) andrew (laughs) you put your whole face in that at this point i know Raven's rough. I can see it in my
1: eyes. I look like high. Uh, Lauren, my wife, my beautiful wife Kish, made me a, a strawberry shortcake for my birthday, so I might have a piece of that after we're done here.
0: God, I might. Oh, I might go outside and put my tongue on the sidewalk.
1: <laughs> Mark says uh, my lips are redder than the Habs jerseys behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, um, that was rough. Oh, it sure was. It's starting to cool down a little bit now.
0: Okay. Okay. Is this bad? I the next apologize. day. Uh, last
1: time it wasn't for me. Okay. Oh. I don't know if. Uh, If Julian felt it, I don't remember if he had it rough the next day. I know when Scott Matla did it for, uh, I think when they got 1,000 subscribers for Locked On Canadians, I think he had a rough next day Okay, when he did it. So it might be dependent. Lauren says, are you allowed to drink water? I mean, you're allowed, but
0: it's a bad idea. Trying to go the
1: whole way through.
0: And water doesn't help. Also, Julian and Andrew did this without water last time. We can't. be Like, we can't. You got you to gotta nut up. You got to get oh. crazy. Woo, you got to get crazy. Oh, uh. man. All right.
1: I think it's your question. No, it's your question or my question?
0: It's your question. I don't know. My I asked question. about the West last time. All right.
1: <laughs> Adam, you and Steve often joke about how, like, school was not your forte. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. Which I respect. Yep. But uh, obviously, you're huge into history. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy like social studies history in school or is it more uh, a thing that you got into after or outside of it? And like, what was like the thing that piqued your interest and got you into deep diving on history?
0: I have loved history since I was a little boy. Uh, Unfortunately, my grade 12 teacher was more focused on making sure our bibliography was correct (laughs) rather than the actual content of the papers. And she was a really nice woman, but she... um. Kicked my love of history right in the stomach, like just it was like I just didn't I loved it. It was like an I would get like a 90 percent literally from grade eight onwards. And it was the only class I can ever remember asking for an extra assignment in because I'm like, I'll ace this. I I love this. This is easy. And I did a whole paper on uh, the Fenians who were um, Irish-American immigrants (laughs) who invaded Canada. Uh, to get back at the British Empire in the 18th, after the Civil War. It's a crazy, it's a craziest story. And we don't ever talk about it, but they like showed up and we're like, we're going to invade now. Um, so I did a whole paper on that. And, uh, oh God, I'm hoping I don't have this shit in my eye. Woo! Oh, don't, hope not.
1: Um, <laughs> if you do, it's not good.
0: I think I'm okay. All yeah, right. I think I'm okay. Anyway, um, crazy story. Um, and like, that is, that is sort of how, uh, I got into it. Um, uh, just like in grade eight, I had a teacher named Mr. Whitaker and he was, he kind of looked like John Cleese and was like awesome, like a great teacher. And then, yeah, I had that teacher kind of wreck it. And then I left it alone for about three or four years. And I think when I really got back into it, cause I liked it like little kid onwards, I would watch the history network. I think I got back into it. In my mid twenties, and I think it was sort of um uh Dan Carlin's podcast that was like, Holy shit, I love this stuff so much. And then, you know, I went started reading everything. I read a three-volume series on Winston Churchill. And when I say read, because I'm dyslexic, I uh, I tend to just go with audiobooks and um oh my eyes are watering. Yep. And uh yeah. um the audiobook itself, like Each book, or I think the total series was 164 hours. Like it was it was just a crazy long series. Yeah. Crazy long series. Got into extreme depths and stuff. So yeah, I don't know why I like it. Nobody in my, hockey is the same, man. Nobody in my family liked hockey. My dad's from Montreal, doesn't like hockey. Uh, My mom's from Pittsburgh. Went to a few games with her dad because her dad in the seventies was like a season's ticket holder um, when they were terrible. The Penguins were so bad. And, and then he was a season ticket holder in Calgary when they were playing at the at Stampede Park, where where the he his, his season tickets. He always talks about this. Were right next to the organist in Calgary because the person playing the organ before the Saddle Dome sat in the crowd. Wow! They sat in the actual crowd and played the organ, and there was like five thousand. It was a seat. We make fun of Arizona, but I think I'm pretty sure Calgary's arena right up until the Olympics in '88 sat only about five or six thousand people. And I actually still have a certificate of authenticity from the Flames uh, that I, you know, after he died, he gave me all his Flame stuff, and I gave some of it to some Flames fans that listen to the STP, but some of it I kept. And one of the things that I had was a uh, is a certificate for the first game ever of the Calgary, Calgary Flames, and it was against the Quebec Nordiques. And of course, because it's the NHL, they tied five five, boring <laughs> as hell. But I, I just I have that. And that's like probably my coolest piece of hockey memorabilia. It's somewhere in my paperwork. But uh, yeah, anyway, that was a long, a long walk to answer your question. Andrew, I have no fucking clue why I like history, but I love it. And <laughs> I'm listening to um, uh, I just finished listening to a, another history podcast. And I'm I'm listening to a book now on the creator of Nike because it's just, again, cool history. And it affects us for sure. Oh, boy. There, there was a
1: <clears throat> comment earlier regret regretting that we were teacher bashing. But uh, I think we, we also Adam shouted out some good teachers, too. So. Oh, yeah. No, we're not. It's not about bashing. teacher bashing. Like, I think a bad teacher can ruin something for you. But I feel like, like in my life, I've had definitely more good teachers than way bad. more.
0: That's why the bad ones stand out. I, I think yeah. you're you're and listen, she wasn't a bad teacher. She was trying to prepare me for university. Right. And I was just yeah. not a university student. As, as, you know, as I found out when I went and then was like, I can't do this. I dropped out. You know, I think sometimes you, you, you don't even realize what you are or what you're not until you're like you now, 19, 20, 21. And um, no, she was a good, a really good teacher. Um, and, and that sort of thing it was just one of those things that we didn't necessarily not even get like, we, I didn't hate her. I wasn't sitting at the back of the class seething. It was just like, it just was, it was more about the structure of your thesis and your essay than the actual content of it. And that's what bothered right. me. If that yeah. makes any sense.
1: Yeah, I totally get it. If you're not necessarily looking to go to university, that kind of stuff is, uh,
0: yeah. I mean,
1: even in your, if you're in university, that's kind of boring. Stuff. Oh man. I, okay. It's I, so necessary, so I did, but yeah. I,
0: I took a history class in, in university and this is how intimidating this was for me. Cause again, I do struggle with, um, I don't struggle with like reading, like I can do a teleprompter. I can whatever, but, reading long times at a time. I just don't have the attention span for it. And so I walked into my first history class in university and the teacher was like, you're going to spend between 15 and 18 hours a week in the library in this class. I was like, just left. (laughs) I dropped it. I dropped it immediately. I was (laughs) like, yeah, no, no, I won't. So.
1: And the thing is that professor is doing that in order to get you or people who have your same outlook to drop it. Yes. Like in the first class like that. That's exactly what they're trying to accomplish. Yes.
0: And mission accomplished. Mission accomplished.
1: <laughs> Jesse with the pole. What color are Andrew's lips? Scarlet, magenta, fuchsia, or rouge?
0: They are. G- give me like a, can you just pucker up for a bit? You just give me a, look at that. Look at that. I, people like would they, pay for that. Painted them. People would pay for that. They would pay for that. Big money for that. Sephora's watching this stream going, wh- how do we get that? How do we get that color? Where did he find it? <laughs> All right. Burt's
1: Bees and Spicy Wings. All right. The next one is Debom. Bomb. Oh, fuck. Great. So maybe asking sucks. yourself, where's the usual de Bomb? So this is the one where it's a slight cop out from the actual Hot Ones cha- gauntlet on YouTube, right? Because they don't sell uh, the one that they put on the show on their website because they don't sell um, hot sauces that have pepper oil in them and that's oh. why that one is so awful so oh. DeBom makes a specific sauce for them to sell which is this one which is i think it's like technically spicier it's called Debom bomb evolution but it's not pepper oil so it's not as straight up disgusting but as okay. i can vouch from last time it still doesn't taste very good it doesn't taste good. gross no it doesn't taste good
0: uh, all right so now everybody ev- everybody's saying we're going to be in pain the
1: last couple were pain. So yeah, this one's going to be worse.
0: Okay. Do you, okay. Let me ask you this. Cause I didn't really know what to expect going in. Do you feel like anxiety before taking a bite here?
1: Mm, no,
0: like any sort of worry at all.
1: I, I know that from doing it before it's going to suck, but I know that I can get through it. Okay. Mostly. I just don't want to hiccup anymore because the hiccup doesn't feel good. Yeah. So let's see how it goes.
0: Suck. Okay.
1: I think based on the continual comments about my lips, the trick is, obviously, women, don't buy lipstick anymore. Take some of this hot sauce and get it on your lips. It's cheaper. Maybe a little bit more pain. Yeah, it doesn't taste good. That's the worst thing about this one. And this one builds over time. Mm. I
0: think I'm sitting here in a little bit of fear Mm -hmm. mostly
1: Mm.
0: because I can still talk
1: I remember around this time last time it was like when you breathe when it's hitting you through the mouth it hurts more Mm. I tried to breathe through my nose and it was like still hurting like up into my nostrils whoa yeah that's coming that's going whoa it elevates. So this one's 135.6 thousand Scoville units. Oh, oh. oh, there it goes. Yeah, this one goes like the back of the throat. It's just. Uh, it's not good.
0: How am I supposed to breathe through my nose when my nose is running? Hang on. <laughs> Woohoo! <clears throat> Baby.
1: Oh, that one is just awful. Oh, it's mean. It's a bully. Oh, Oh, it's a bully. Uh, Yeah. That one's in there just to piss you off.
0: (laughs) Oh. 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 (sighs) Oh.
1: Oh. Right, Adam, your question.
0: Oh. <laughs> Why did we do this? All right. For the people. For oh. the
1: teachers, Adam. For
0: the teachers. For the teachers.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Okay. <laughs> they Daffy, do you have a
1: question? Daffy Pro says, cope and seethe.
0: Oh, that hurt. AM. I am. This is seething. Ah. Oh. 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 You should do a Hot Ones challenge, but with just bell peppers with Steve.
1: <laughs> I don't think he'd agree to it. We'd have to la- raise a lot of money for Easter Seals.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So, it's hard to hard to spit out a question. It is. Oh. <clears throat>
1: Abel dc says that i hate to do the captions for this
0: (laughs) (laughs) sorry robert (laughs) or are they auto-generated captions are we doing i'd say they're auto-generated um god question
1: uh (laughs) jeff cassie where does it hurt the most the back of the throat
0: yeah oh yeah
1: it's just awful
0: mark is asking or no mark isn't asking he's like is adam is sweating mark if you know me i'm always sweating but it's more, it's more, man, it's more, and I'm in my cold ass basement where the studio is. Woo! Whew. Um.
1: Oh, Kish, I have to ask you to do me a favor. You gotta get the uh, the last hot sauce bottle for the oh. the dab. Ooh.
0: Okay. <sighs> All right, so I'm gonna tell you a story. All right. I'm Tell you a story instead of asking a question, I'm gonna tell you a story. I wonder, I wonder if you can, if you've had anything like this happen in your life. Okay, so when I was in Calgary, I used to host hot sauce competitions at a bar called Hudson's, and so every Wednesday night, I would be there doing trivia. And I always used to love to get Calgarians because I'd be like, hey, what number was uh, Doug Gilmore when he was a Calgary Flame? And everybody's like, 93. I'm like, ah, you guys are all Leaf fans. It's actually 39 losers. <laughs> um, but I used to have a blast doing that, hop, a bunch of hockey trivia. And then, um, uh, and then there would be this, they had this Hot Wings challenge, a lot like this one, but imagine 10 wings of the same. Like, whatever this is, this is number nine out of 10 that we're going to do. Yeah, that intensity. Imagine, imagine that intensity for, for 10 weeks, and you got to eat every Thank single God. bit all the fat, all the shit, everything. You got to eat everything. And you got to do it within like 20 minutes. And if you did it, you would then be brought to a challenge with all the other winners throughout the year, and there would be a hotter sauce. Oh, God. And you had to do it all over again. And this time, the winner of that, the first one to finish and make him clean bone, would be given tickets to the Stanley Cup final, wherever it was, and flown in five five star, like first class, everything. It was a really cool contest. But the rumor was, and I've never been able to verify if it was true, that somebody had at very least threatened to sue. Now, I I know that the threat happened. I'm not sure if the litigation ever happened, but... This person, and I'm not going to tell you guy or girl or whatever. Um, this person, this is like in 2013, went home after do- completing the contest and was very excited. Now, what happens when you drink, when you have a lot of hot wings, You get a little lubricated. You have steins of beer, <laughs> right? You have gigantic, like, this is my ice water, which I'm not touching, like this kind of beer, but like seven times. So he gets in a, a cab, he goes home and he i okay i just gave it away it's a heat he and his partner get into it and like like they're yeah they're having a good night and his partner had to go to the hospital oh no because I'm not sure if you're aware of this you're not supposed to do that stuff after you do this stuff and that's as far as i'm going to go with that story
1: oh so, no oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh at first i thought you were talking about like a abuse situation that no, might be worse <laughs> no no i would not be telling that on the,
0: no <laughs> no they were just having you know doing things doing the things that people do when uh when people love people right and uh it was a i remember hearing about that and the wait staff was all like i wonder if we're gonna um, might be on the news uh it was like a real <laughs> thing so it was very very cool anyway have you ever had somebody or have you yourself ever done anything like that with hot sauce like you not and i'm not talking about sexually i'm just talking about like i had another friend who made hot wings once and then went down on the couch and you know scratched himself and and was instantly had to go take a shower because they were in so much pain
1: i i've been lucky i when i worked uh i used to work at a restaurant and we would make all sorts of messed up stuff when i was a teenager mm-hmm. and i know a guy there Who had like crazy hot sauce, hot wings, and then went to the bathroom, and I don't know if he had to go to the hospital, but uh, he left work.
0: (laughs) It was it was bad. That's good. That's a good
1: story, Andrew. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't fun for him, I'm sure.
0: Wow. Okay. Not the brightest
1: bulb that one.
0: I like. Yeah. I didn't have a good question for you because my (laughs) my mouth felt like it was going to fall out of my face, so that's what I figured. That's the only story I could think of right now
1: yeah yeah i mean it gets harder and harder to think of questions that's for sure
0: all right is so my second last Should we win. do number nine my second last <clears throat> one
1: this one is the aptly named pucker butt Co. from unique hey, garlic but- or no it's the unique garlic from but Pepper Co. pucker butt, butt. smoking ed curie is back oh that's the guy i think he made the uh the carolina reaper Okay. Uh, in the nine spot, uh, super savory garlic mixes with a super hot chilies, like Ed's famous Carolina Reaper, uh, scorpion, and seven pot Primo peppers. The power of the garlic combined with the heat can do some serious damage and not just a vampire. So, for reference, the last one was 135,000 Scoville. This one's 642,000. So, Adam, are you acquainted with Carolina Reapers?
0: Not really. Oh, boy.
1: This should be fun.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so this is six <laughs> times the last one? Approximately, yeah. Five oh. five times. Okay, let me smell this first. Oh, it smells It just good. smells like
1: garlic and vinegar kind of thing.
0: I like that. All right. All right, you go. I'm going to pour it. All right, everybody wants a sauce check. There you go. Got
1: it. Okay.
0: It's a good one. Oh my God. Yeah,
1: somebody clipped Adam's face when he heard the number. If I find all these ones at the end here. Mm. It, it's always not so bad on the first bite. Mm-hmm. And then it takes like 45 seconds, and then it's like, oh, what the hell?
0: Yeah, I'm worried about the chicken Ooh. being swallowed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that one's building. Mm-hmm. It tastes a lot better than the last one. That's the yeah, thing. that
0: one's good. It tastes
1: good. Yeah. Probably feels <clears> like <throat> hell later. Ed Curie is, like, <clears throat> really well-known in the hot sauce community. So it makes sense that he would balance flavors. But <clears throat> that one's starting to build up a little bit. Robert says he's going to make a highlight pack. Fantastic. Now, Steve's here. Hi, Steve. You both look less alive. I feel very alive. I'm
0: fired up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ooh.
1: I can, like, feel from right here. I keep on getting, like, a trickle of sweat coming out of my hairline. This is intense. What little is left of it. Oh, uh,
0: <clears throat> it's in the back of my throat. Give me a second.
1: <laughs> oh, it's the worst. <laughs> <clears throat> That's like the only place where it's like it's a real bad struggle if you get it there, I find. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I don't. Everyone's speculating <clears throat> that you have to be up in four hours. I don't think you work Sundays, do you? I don't
0: work Sundays, guys. Just um, Monday through Friday.
1: Woo. So Adam can sleep in tomorrow. Mm hmm. Until he has We're to not run the tonight. toilet. <clears throat> all right. Now that Steve's here, perfect time to ask this question of you, Adam. <laughs> Let's dive into the psychology of being a Leafs fan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you guys are all fired up right now. Yeah. The Ryan O'Reilly trade. Totally yeah. understandable. Yeah. Great move. Really, especially the cap stuff. Oh, man, that hurts to talk.
0: It sure does. <clears throat> but
1: uh, my question is, how do you guys still believe? Like, how do you convince yourselves every year? <laughs> because no. it seems like no matter what, ha- like it's it's always the same result. Yes, but it seems like you arrive there in a different way every year, and it's like each time more heartbreaking than the last. Yes, where because I know like Steve, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before where he was like, I'm not doing it LFR anymore. Like, if the Leafs go out this year in the first round of Tampa Bay. Cause again, it's a legit opponent. It's not yep. the Canadians or the blue jackets. Yep. It could happen. <clears throat> is Steve going to have a tough time going back to make an 82 is a lot, right? It's a lot a to lot. commit to. 82 is a lot. Like every year, Leaf Station, everyone's saying the passion. Like, how <laughs> do you get over that hump of just like awful feeling where it seems like you're cursed and like every sport has their one and the Leafs are 100% that uh-huh. one
0: and and they don't just, lose they don't lose like a little when no they lose, they lose it's like the it, it's 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 a car it crash it
1: was 4-1 or yeah. 3-1 series lead against the canadians who their number one defenseman has one hand
0: yeah yeah and the goalie with he nip and he or sorry hip and knee problems holy mo- yeah. my tongue did your tongue feel huge my tongue feels huge like it did – then. yeah it's not um, quite as bad
1: as it, you know when you get like an extra large slushy. Yes. And then you try to talk like halfway through and you're like <laughs> not yeah.
0: quite that bad, um, but ooh. It feels large. What that man, that hit. Holy shit. Um, okay, okay. So first off, no matter what Steve tells you in a moment of frustration, and he's allowed to have those, by the way kind of been doing this since he was like 18 and they've made the playoffs less than 50% of the time. I think <laughs> I think they're still at like 35% of the total seasons that Steve has been doing LFR. they've actually made the playoffs.
1: The ratio of
0: Leafs games to Leafs playoff games is low. It's very low. Very low. You know, I think I think first of all what what keeps me coming back is I remember <clears throat> sorry. I remember what it was like when the Leafs played in 98-99 against the Sabres in the conference final. I remember what it was like when Philadelphia, which were this awesome team, awesome team, just had come off um, going to the Stanley Cup final, like two years before that. Um, You know, Legion of Doom was still a thing. Renberg and LeClaire and Lindros and Rod Brindamore, Rod the Bod. um, And they had John Van Beansbrook and Eric Desjardins. They had a good team. They outscored the Leafs in that first round series and still lost. Uh, you know, Toronto couldn't get anything going offense-wise, but because Cujo was stood on his head, and then they did it again versus I think Pittsburgh the next series. Um, those moments are like singed into my memory. Right, I think I was probably ten years old. <clears throat> yeah, and even the next year, like the Ottawa series that they would have, I was there when Gary Roberts scored in in triple overtime, and you know, I, I saw um, I saw somebody, and I actually think it might have been from TSN Montreal. I think it was Mark. Uh who was it? I forget it was. Anyway, tweet tonight about how quiet it is at the uh at the Leafs, you know, home rank at Scotiabank. And and I I get it, you know. I think uh I, I definitely understand that it is quiet. We are a bit, you know, a bit like everybody sit down, shut up, and watch the hockey game. Don't get in the way. Um, but when that place pops, it pops. When Toronto explodes, it explodes. And you've seen, you know where there's 18,000 people in the arena and 25,000 outside of it, watching it. Um, and so what keeps me coming back personally is that one day it is going to happen. One day, this will happen. One day they are going to get to the second round and it may take forever for that boat to come in. But when my fucking boat comes in, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be right on the dock, waving it in like, hell yeah, let's go. If I have to be 86 and walking around with a diaper on and, and, uh, uh, and I got a walker and they win. They finally win the damn thing. I'm going to be just as happy. And I think, you know, I think that's what Leaf fans really believe and but really feel. And is, is, it, is it is it is it is it without proof? Absolutely. Is it without merit? Absolutely. Um, and I think that's what kind of makes it fun is we all kind of accept the madness of being a Leaf fan. If, if I'm being existential about it now, as in terms of like, it's funny on our show because. And I'm not sure if you, if, if we're we're talking a game over Montreal fan, so I'm not sure how many of you are watching SDP regularly, but like there are Leaf fans who give a shit for not being positive enough about the Leafs, and then there are people, Andrew, uh, which I mean you you've, you've uh, jokingly and lovingly called us out on being homers, and it's sort of like you don't know. I mean, of course you are. Yeah. For well, of course, but like Leaf fans are like, wait a second, how come you're not always happy about this? And and. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, and then people outside of the market, like all those guys, guys are just, you know, carry water for Dubas in the franchise. So I feel like we're doing an okay job because we're somewhere in the middle. Um, and, and to be honest with you, like I, I get it when Steve's frustrated or when I'm frustrated or Jesse is frustrated, like it's legitimate and it's, it's part of being a fan, but I think you're not frustrated if you don't love the team, like you don't give a shit. Right. So I think it's... you mean
1: you don't have a public Twitter meltdown and say, I'm no longer a fan of the team after they trade a player if you're
0: not. <laughs> a fan <of> the team. <laughs> no, not mentioning anybody on this broadcast.
1: <laughs> People still bring that up. I'm like, guys, that was like seven years ago it's now. It's a long time ago. It's a long Let time ago. Let me live.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, like... I was, I was in my 20s.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think, um, I don't know. It, uh, maybe the comment section can ex- expand on this better than I can, but I'll tell you, uh, even getting to the second round this year, and people are going to laugh at Leaf fans. Like, if the Leafs beat Tampa in the first round, we are going to be, again, the laughing stock of the NHL. Why? Because we'll have to play Boston. Yeah. And if the Leafs got through Tampa, and it's like, yeah, we at get the second round. Everybody's going to be like, oh, you didn't win the cup. And, and they're going to be right. And then we got to play Boston. If they somehow beat Boston, okay, then, then it's all gonna get kind of serious, yeah. right? At yeah. that point, then it's no longer just happy. Now you
1: feel like, oh, we we could win this shit. thing. Like we could. Shit, what are
0: we gonna do now? Uh, um, and I think the rest of the the NHL, like fans of the NHL, if you're if you're a hockey fan, like if you love at the NHL, like I do, you want to see certain things happen. You yep. want to see, uh, you want to see Eric Carlson in Edmonton. If you are a fan oh, yes. of hockey. Eric Carlson and Edmonton must happen, has to happen, okay? Uh, if you're a fan of hockey, you want to see Connor McDavid hit between 65 and 70 goals. And not just because I have a bet on that at Sports Interaction. Um, <laughs> but
1: partially. Maybe. But partially that.
0: Like, you want to see that. I want to see a 70-goal season. How, how ridiculous. If you're a hockey fan, you want to see what it's like to see Toronto fans melt down for beating Tampa and then have to play the bruins cuz you know it's going seven games and and have to play the bruins after the bruins win like 4-0 in their first series but i do i have this one question and this is for the comment section too the bruins are winning like crazy they won again tonight or this afternoon and linus olmark is going to win the vesna and all that stuff i remember when brady and the patriots went undefeated right to the super bowl and lost and i just wonder with a team like that like the 96 detroit red wings when you win that much, is there that added pressure once the playoffs start like, well, better not fuck this up now, right?
1: Yeah. I think for Boston, that probably starts in the Stanley Cup Final because they've made it there three times and only won once. Right. <clears throat> but I think the biggest issue for Boston is going to be <clears throat> they're like they're on a mission, obviously you can see that, but they're playing so hard in the regular season yeah. Which Stanley Cup winner in recent memory went this hard in the regular season and was also that old? Right? And healthy. You, and they're yeah. healthy. They've been extraordinarily healthy. I think there's a high level of chance that they things could go wrong for them right at the wrong time. And you know, you're you're banking on fate, right? But
0: mm-hmm.
1: so much of sports is like the story, right? And as much oh, yeah. sometimes it just seems like it's written. Yep. you know, And I, I feel like Boston is one of those teams where their time has passed. They're still great. You, but think, their li- is you think, think their time
0: has passed? I think so, yeah. Now?
1: I think their time has passed. I think their last chance at a Stanley Cup was against the St. Louis Blues. Oh! I no do. way. I think there's too many guys on that roster who are critically important, who are mm-hmm. way on the wrong side of 30. And Damn, when push dude. comes to shove in the playoffs guys are going to get hurt they're going to struggle to play a little bit harder and it's just things are going to come back on them they're a great team that run a great system but i don't think they're going to win i i, I mean it, I, it's it's an easy thing to say because it's one out of 16 saying oh, i picked this one team to not win is like what are the odds that sports interaction is going to get to bet against one team you know it, it's not like i'm taking a big risk here but i don't think the boston bruins are going to win
0: i love this take i love this <laughs> you're going to cause a lot of shit, man. I'm running this on the SDP, by the way. I want the whole. Yeah, let's that. do it. Let's I'm do taking it. this. I'm lifting this out and we're, we're running this on the SDP. Oop. That is a hotter. Sure. take. Than, am I here? Yeah,
1: you're here. Okay. Yeah. We got to shake this one up. That's and, a hotter uh, take than this
0: hot sauce, man. That take is hot. That's piping. I want that out to the world. That's good. You, know you know what that feels like? That feels like if you're not 24 years old, if you're 24 years old and you don't have a Lambo, you, can, you <laughs> sit down. Like, that's how you that know what? feels. I'm I was inspired. On TikTok. It's going viral.
1: I was inspired, Adam, by my watch that doesn't tell time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you I, know. Was,
1: I was literally oh. thinking about that the other day. I tried to find it and I couldn't.
0: It's uh, it's all been taken down that uh, I do feel bad for that guy. We kind of went hard on him, but I, I don't it was a uh, that little was ridiculous. one
1: of my all time favorite Steve <laughs> meltdowns.
0: <laughs> He's so angry at this friggin'
1: grifter. Yeah. Oh god! All uh, right, folks, it's time for the last dab. But right. before we do it, there's a lot of you in here. Make sure you like the stream, share it on your social medias because more people should watch us suffer. It's all fun and games. Alright, last time with Julian, I did a very large last dab, so I'm going to do the same thing this time. Adam's kind of been doing this the whole time. Alright. So, uh, this one, just so you know, Adam, (laughs) uh, they don't even list the Scoville units for it, because apparently it's so hot it can't be measured. Okay. So, last time, I didn't find this one, um, like, it wasn't so overwhelmingly hot compared to the last two. Okay. It was on the same scale. But it gives you a head rush for about two hours. What? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So here's. Okay. Can the camera see that? There's okay. a good last dab on there and it's already oh. coated. I've got sweat on my eyes here.
0: We're going to get you a headband. We'll get Jesse to get some I, SDPN headbands. I have
1: one. <laughs> oh, we should get SDPN
0: headbands. We should. We got to.
1: You know what, Adam? I appreciated when you were rocking the headband. We got to bring the headband back.
0: I like the headband. I don't know. The headband was didn't good. Like
1: it. They were they were giving you bullshit about that. You were right. They were giving shit. Uh,
0: they were they're giving CJ shit about wearing sunglasses on the podcast too. I don't understand. I don't get it. All right, here we go. This
1: just fun. There's a lot of vinegar oh. in this one.
0: Okay. Oh boy.
1: 10 up 10 down there we go oh boy uh <clears throat> there's a bunch of people saying that i have tears it's not actually mm-hmm. tears sweat. i wouldn't deny it if i was i definitely am glassy eyed but it's uh sweat under my eyes and over top as well. Whoa. Oh, 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 shit. It's under my tongue. Oh. Oh. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. oh, that burns. Oh. That's worse than I remember, actually.
0: Ah! Oh. So it's in my nostrils?
1: Yep, that's not good. Sean Evans is a madman. Can you imagine doing this like 30, 40 times a year? No. While interviewing like Brian Cranston? Ah oh. Woo. <clears throat> That is not pleasant. <clears throat> but my hiccups are going. <clears throat> Sorry for blowing my nose into the mic.
0: <clears throat> now I might have tears. I see what you mean by the head rush. Yeah. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> You'll feel it when
1: you get up and walk around, too. Oh. Ah. Oh, my God. We did it. <laughs> I'm going to take a drink now. Are you? Because I can. Yeah, we did it. It counts, right? Mm-hmm. Cheers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of warm milk. Oh,
0: oh the hiccups. Oh, jeez! Wow. Oh. That is monstrous, right? <laughs> wow,
1: Andrew. Holy shit. It's really, it takes, it, it's like getting uppercut in the jaw. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, you know what? If it feels like somebody is grabbing your tongue. With uh, a bunch of safety pins, just the sharp end of safety pins, going, mm. it's like that.
1: Oh, or like, stuck a ball of sandpaper in your mouth. I'm just
0: like, Ugh. I'm not Andrew Red, but I'm red. No, fuck. oh, Andrew, give the camera another kiss here. Show us. Look at that. Look at those lips.
1: <sighs> Rihanna, eat your heart out.
0: oh. <laughs> guys that was insane (laughs) the active stick i wonder if that's actually oak leaves okay who's in charge of the wellness check in the morning that's a good question also no scratching do not scratch
1: Mm. that's the original the active stick uh laura saba from oh is that it on canadians yeah oh that's
0: oh it's laura oh my what's up okay (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, oh, the noises the captions are awful oh
0: well there's gonna be some faces oh. that get out there oh <laughs> and i'm just checking twitter <laughs>
1: what's on twitter
0: and it's just there's a picture of just you from e. Jennings, and it's just <laughs> you look like you're gonna drop dead man like <laughs> 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 Oh, it's up in my gums. It's in my gums.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I can feel it like on the inside of my teeth. Noel asks if I'm going on uh, IR after this. Yes, but for unrelated issue. It's going to be my my last time hosting until uh, at the very least. Let's see here. uh, March. Where am I here? March 5th at the very least uh, yes. mark duman will be hosting because uh next Tuesday <laughs> I have a cyst in my jaw right here that has to come out
0: so they're doing that in a they, wisdom tooth you're not like you're not like it's nothing like serious right just so we no no, it no nothing
1: serious uh they just want to take it out because um if I leave it in there for like 20 years or whatever it'll eat away at my jaw which is not
0: I hear not great
1: yeah I <clears throat> don't want my jaw mm. to fall off mm-hmm mm-hmm so we're just taking that out. Mm-hmm. Known about it for about four years. Okay, I've just been lazy.
0: This is... <coughs> uh... <laughs> but yeah. Listen, man. First off, somebody's saying that Jessica Rabbit's got nothing on you with those lips. And I think they're That's right. right. The other thing I want to say is, Andrew Berkshire, um, besides doing a fabulous job managing all the STPN uh, game overs, which you do, um, you do such a great job here. Thank you. You never get the chance to thank you publicly, so thank you. And I can barely speak.
1: Yeah, everybody and, thinks that you are uh, holding me at gunpoint every time.
0: Well, I am. It's uh, <laughs> not not dispel any myths. But I want to say, man, uh, and I want the comment section to help me out here. Like, happy birthday. Thank you for doing this on your birthday. Thank you. And uh, what torture. But, man, happy birthday. I hope you actually get the chance to enjoy it this weekend. Is it a long weekend in Quebec, too?
1: No, no, it's not. So uh I mean thankfully with two children that's fine. <laughs> they can go back to, to school and daycare on Monday and we'll relax at home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh man, I just I hope you have a really happy birthday and Thank actually you, get you enjoy. And everybody who is uh commenting, they're like Andrew's a great boss. Um oh look at this happy birthday love coming in. I love it, I love it. Well,
1: listen, I'll say this the best bosses are the best bosses because they have the best teams. And everyone that we picked for game over has surpassed expectations in a multitude of ways. They go above and beyond. They help each other. They stick up for each other. Yep. I love them all. And it's only going to get... Oh, God. (coughs) Just hit me in the back of the throat again. (laughs)
0: Uh. (laughs) It's only going to (laughs) get...
1: It's only going to get better. This is the Jerkshires head
0: zone. <laughs> oh, man.
1: And you know what? Thank you to everyone who's been here tonight because tonight, I don't know if you know, Adam, but there's a huge event going on in Montreal for the WWE. Oh, because uh, Sami Zayn, Montreal boy, is uh, fighting for the title against Roman Reigns. I don't know if that's over yet or not, uh, but uh, everyone who has made the time to come here on a night when that's happening, holy hell do I ever love you. Like, it means so much. And like I've said, pretty much every show for the last year and a half now. Coming in here after every game, listening to me and the guests and, and Mark chat about stuff, for this team that's been, f- in large part, terrible.
0: For the entire it, time you've done Game Over, they've been yeah, among the worst teams in the league.
1: It wasn't exactly the launch that we <laughs> expected. Anticipated? Under, under uh, Jeff Ducharme. No. but uh, Jeff Ducharme. <laughs> but uh, we really appreciate you coming around for us. It's been amazing to get to know people in the chat and, and to interact with you and to share this really cool idea with you all. And uh, I, every time that I have, I feel like I'm shaking. Like, it it, it feels like... Uh, yeah, I've got, like... Hey, look at my hands. Ooh. But, like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's uh, been really fun. And every time I do have a stretch of time where I am... Or I'm not hosting, I do miss it. I really honestly do miss it. So... <laughs> Enjoy your time with Mark and the mm-hmm. energy that he brings to the show over the next couple of
0: weeks here. And he brings and energy. He, brings he does energy. bring
1: energy. And uh, I will enjoy my re- slightly relaxed time and going to bed early.
0: Yes. Yeah. You're going to burn that cyst right out of your jaw if you keep doing these hot sauce competitions, Ooh. man. Uh, Maybe but that's yeah, the man. strategy. This has been uh, this has been fun. This is my first game over, so I've been really enjoying it. And I'm hoping that I get to do a few others, but great time. And thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, like this is this has been so, so cool. Thanks, Andrew. This has been I'm my pleasure. now.
1: Thanks to you, Adam, as well. Uh, <laughs> we stuck it to a half hour, Adam. Yeah, we sure did.
0: Yeah, we sure did.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: as we always do on this network. Uh,
1: absolutely. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us here. Thanks, Adam. For uh, coming on with me and doing this ridiculous challenge once again. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it next year. This was this was I'm coping a lot harder than I had to last year, I think. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's painful, man. It's brutal. Another year older. All right. All right Thanks everyone. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you later. Bye Andrew, get better. <laughs> Bye.
0: Game over. Powered by Sports Interaction. Canada Sports Book. <laughs>